Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Three Steps into Supernatural Encouragement. In Isaiah 35, verses 4 through 6, it's so powerful. It says, Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. And then verse 5 starts out with this word, Then. Then. After this encouragement, this speaking into the lives of those who have fearful hearts, it says, Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. So powerful. This message on supernatural encouragement starts there. And Isaiah says there's something happens when someone speaks, you know, to somebody to encourage them, to speak a word, to speak the promises of God over them. And, you know, we here at Igniting Hope Ministries so much value the power of words, book declarations. You're crazy if you don't talk to yourself. And, you know, just in reading that, I just felt like the Lord encouraged me even more. Steve, take it to another level. Well, the three steps in the supernatural encouragement start with that verse and then go to Hebrews 10, 23 through 25, where it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider one another in order to stir up one another to love and good works. And then it says, Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as is the the manner of some, but exhorting one another or encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So using those three verses in Hebrews 10, let's talk about the three steps in the supernatural encouragement. Step number one is to encourage yourself. Verse 23 says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Now I'm not into positive thinking, but I'm into biblical optimism. I believe the more truth we believe is the more optimistic we will be, and ultimately the more positive we will be. You know, this is a, as we stir up our own hope and talk about, uh, be a hope speaker, it really implies we're encouraging ourselves. The classic self-encouragement passage in the Bible is in 1 Samuel 30, where David And his men fight a battle, come back to Ziklag and find out that their wives and children have been kidnapped. And David's men have the logical answer. Their answer is this, kill the pastor. (laughs) You know, and, and that's so funny that, you know, sometimes we just think, let's take out the guy on top when there's a problem. Well, David did this in verse six. It says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. And you know, he didn't have any worship band there. He didn't have anybody speaking to him. He had to pull something out in himself. Now, great influencers learn how to encourage themselves. And 
I can imagine him just saying out loud, no, God's given me promises. No, there's prophetic words that haven't been fulfilled anymore. Lord, you said. And, and he was able to encourage himself. And it's amazing, once he encouraged himself, the attitude of his men actually changed. There's going to be seasons of our life where we're going to seem alone, where we're going to seem like our support system has has declined and that those seasons are not just times to be depressed about that but they're they're often they're times for us to actually learn how to encourage ourselves how to get a word from the lord matthew 4 4 says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god and so the quality of our life depends on our identifying what god has told us The more we know, the more we can identify is the more we'll live. The more we'll be able to encourage ourselves, to inspire ourselves. You know, it's going to be difficult to inspire other people if we can't inspire ourselves. So number one is, step to supernatural encouragement is this, to encourage yourself. Step number two is to encourage others. In verse 24 of Hebrews 10, it says, let us consider one another. Let's look around to one another. Let, let's see what, you know, what's happening in each other's lives. Let's get our eyes off of ourselves. Let's get our eyes on other people. And verse 25, it says, as we come together, we don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but as we come together, one of the main reasons we do that is to encourage one another, exhort one another. And you know... If you don't know what your ministry is, I'll tell you what your ministry is. It's to encourage others. I'd rather be known as a, as a supernatural great encourager than just an intergalactic apostle. <laughs> now, as, as, as we consider this, I, I think about my own life in growing up. And really from 0 to 18, I could count probably on one hand how many major encouragements I really got from people, from people who's different ones who actually spoke something deeply into my life. And I was so needy uh, of, of encouragement that when I was a senior in high school and I was in government class, my government teacher took just a few minutes to take me aside and say, Steve, I see something really important on your life. I see that you'd be really good in politics and in government. And that touched me so much that when I graduated from high school, I majored in political science. Somebody saw something in me. Somebody encouraged me. Somebody spoke deep into my life. And as I think about that experience for me, I've just determined that I'm not going to let other people around me have that same experience. I'm going to encourage. There's no such thing as the strong, silent type Christian. And so I really, I don't want to ever go to a meeting without giving somebody a word of encouragement, an appreciation, something I feel that God wants me to tell them in in a way to encourage them to, to to, to run even, even even more. And you know what's so powerful about encouragement is it's hard to stay discouraged when we encourage others. <laughs> I, when I'm the most encur- discouraged about myself, 
those are the times the Lord prompts me, Steve, there's a, one way to get out of that discouragement is for you to send somebody a text right now uh, to encourage them, to send somebody an email, to phone somebody, to go up to somebody. And it's such a, it's such a great thing. If you don't know where to start an encouragement, just start thanking people for the things that they do. Just consider what they do, the qualities of their life, and thank them. You know, I used to not want to encourage people around me because I thought if I encouraged them, they would think they were okay. <laughs> and they would stop working on their issues. And the Lord said, you know what? Don't withhold encouragement from people. Everybody's negative quality is usually a positive, usually an immature characteristic of a positive quality in their life. And if you can honor the positive quality and it's probably going to strengthen your heart connection with them. And if you're to be an influencer in their life, to knock off some rough edges on their life, the likelihood of that happening is going to increase when you actually see them and believe in them. Certainly, you know, we have boundaries in relationships, but in, in reality, God wants to increase our ability to connect with a wider group of people and to be able to have heart connections and to be able to influence them. And that's going to start from believing in people and expanding the type of people that we would encourage. There's more we can say on that, but let's move on to point number three. Step three, we're encouraging ourselves, we encourage others, and then lastly, we increase encouragement says at the end of verse 25, and encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. You know, I don't, I don't care what you think the day is, it's approaching. It's getting closer. Whatever your theology is, it's getting closer. And so we are to end our lives, we are to end our time here on planet Earth with increased encouragement. Increased in quantity and increased in quality. Quantity is easy. You just... You just do it more. We're not to, as we get older, we're not to be, get more cynical. We're actually to encourage more. One of the greatest roles of fathers and mothers in the spirit and grandfathers and grandmothers in the spirit and in life is to encourage people. That is the, the overflow that's going to come from true fathers and true mothers. But we also increase it in quality. And that's called prophetic. In 1 Corinthians 14, 1, it says, Follow after love, eagerly desire spiritual gifts, and you, especially that you may prophesy. It says, go after all the spiritual gifts, but go after one the most. It's prophecy. And the simple gift of prophecy in the New Testament, according to 1 Corinthians 14, 3, is that the prophetic word is for comfort, for edification, for encouragement, exhortation. And we realize that the New Testament prophetic ministry is encouraging. It builds people up. That's what we're supposed to do. And if you don't know how to prophesy, let me just give you a, a simple tip. Become the most encouraging person you know in your environment and then ask God to supernaturally take over your encouragement. <laughs> so good. Many ministries have great training on prophetic ministries, schools of supernatural ministry, others, and where we actually get to learn how to 
increase our prophetic by becoming more skilled in it. We love to talk about that as well. My book, You're Crazy, if you don't talk to yourself, give some great insights on that. If you just listen to our messages here, you're going to get some keys on how to increase your encouragement supernaturally. So three steps in the supernatural encouragement. Encourage yourself, encourage others, and then increase encouragement. Isaiah 35, verse 4, Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Wow, that's... That's powerful encouragement. And then it says, then the eyes of the blind will be opened and so on. I'll say this to you. As you increase your encouragement to others, and you ask God to infuse it by the Holy Spirit, you are going to be a catalytic person for the supernatural to get released around you. Hey, Steve Backlin here, Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And remember, there's no convenient season to become joyful. Today is the day to choose joy. There's never going to be a season where there's going to be the elimination completely of uncertainties and unresolved situations. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle for it's our strength. Bless you today. We look forward to having you with us on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.